So this way we can get the ball rolling on 2020. Uh, my email is talaibra8888 at gmail.com. I love to hear your requests. I always get emails about where everybody's at and what they've been trying out and experimenting with in their life when it comes to change. All of it is wonderful. I love to hear about it. Please send it to me. And if you want to work on this or any of the skills that I have in any episode, just listen to the same episode over and over again because it will help you out eventually to condition new thinking patterns or at least have the language that you can use to help yourself think differently. We need language. We need ideas. And it can't be the same ideas I've been coming up with. It has to be something different, something new. All right, so today's topic is about an email that I recently received from one of our listeners here. And um, she asked a really important question. She asked about and took responsibility for her need to manipulate others to have her do what she wants them to do or not do what she wants them to do. And according to our listener, it's starting to affect her. It's starting to be in conflict with what she believes today, especially about where she wants to go, which is wonderful. I think it's very much progress when we start looking at areas in our life that we want to upgrade from. We want something different from. Instead of avoiding it or making excuses to continue to do what you're doing, it's a great thing to, to own exactly what you're doing and say, you know what, I need help with it. I need help learning how to do something different. And I think the person that wrote this email is definitely taking responsibility. So thank you so much for taking responsibility for wanting to change it. That does not imply weakness. On the contrary, it implies that, hey, I'm pretty strong and I really want to confront my own behaviors and heal them. This is a great place to be, believe it or not. Because now that this person sees that other areas in their life as they're working on their own mental health and well-being, there, there's a lot of areas that are, are healing. And so this is now not complementing, this behavior of manipulation is not complementing my healing in other areas or it's not supporting it anymore. So that's a wonderful thing that you're uncomfortable with it and that you want to change it. That's great. Great, 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 great. And we want to support that today. So the first thing I want to tell people about why we manipulate when we manipulate other people is because it is called a defense mechanism. Its purpose is exactly what it really means, which is to defend ourselves from what we perceive as a threat. This usually starts at an early age, especially if it's a habit that's pretty strong in adulthood. It's, it has its origin somewhere early on especially when it's used in a way that is now compulsive in nature where it's just like I it's just, I just do it and I don't even think about it and I think I can't even stop it and it's not true we can definitely stop it and I'll show you how to do that today but first understanding that defense mechanisms actually serve a purpose at one point this listener had to use this defense mechanism early on to protect herself from chaos, to protect herself from instability, fear of 
loss or an abandonment that she has experienced and doesn't want to experience again. And so her attempt usually in manipulating others is to gain control. It's intention is something that sounds like I want some kind of love or some kind of attention or some, it's, this person wants something in order for them to, to continue on using manipulation as a way to get it. They want something. I mean, we don't want to deny that. And it, at one point it served a purpose because it has a tangible result. I can actually see and measure the outcome in front of me. So if I'm talking to someone and I use guilt on them to manipulate them into doing what I want them to do, I can see the outcome of it right in front of me. So this becomes after a while very addictive, drug-like experience, and it gives us this idea that this is how I gain control over my life and people. This is how I do it. It's tempting to keep doing it. It's absolutely tempting. It has benefits. That's why we have to understand the role manipulation plays before we start healing it. Yeah, most definitely if we've gone through chaos in our childhood or we've been neglected by our caregiver, a lot of the times we will develop this mechanism to make sure that we don't get hurt again and whether we need to control people to keep them or to detach from them enough to be able to see them as less of an emotional uh, threat because I, I'm not going to be vulnerable to them. I'll keep them at a distance to ensure that I don't invest in them emotionally so I don't get hurt, right? It is a very important thing to know overall that this defense mechanism serves a purpose and that we have to develop this at an early age, especially if I've seen my parents behave this way. And in the case of the person who emailed me, she experienced her mother manipulating others to get what she wanted. I think even in understanding that, I would have to tell the person that is coping with this, the person that sent me the email, is that it is common for us to do what we've learned before and for it to become familiar enough in our brain for it to be our go-to way of solving problems. It has value in our mind because of its long-standing place in our memories. So if I experienced or have seen my family or my parents use manipulation to get what they want from one another, from other people, then a lot of the times I'm going to understand and keep and store in my mind as a child that this is how adults behave. And as a child, I don't have control over manipulating others. I'm not smart at it and I'm not as good with with a lot of experience to do so, right? And so as I age and I become an adult, it is likely that I will use it because I'm finally free to be an adult and I can use this technique on people. But it's not something that we want to dismiss. We want to eventually know that it does result in problems because what will happen is that I will keep pushing people away from me. In an attempt to gain control of them, I will lose control. People don't want to be forced to do stuff out of guilt and shame or other variations of manipulation, whether it's um, I threaten in some way or uh, I use some kind of other form of manipulation, silent treatment, whatever. I don't think eventually it'll work because people will resent me and they'll be in the relationship, sure, but they will not feel fulfilled in it. And I will not feel fulfilled in it because I know that the other person is not doing what they want to do and what they're free to do in this relationship. I have to keep them in line. (laughs) 
and it's not going to be helpful. It doesn't feel good. In no way does this feel good. This is not love. This is conditional love. People have to perform in this type of relationship to get love, and it doesn't work. It never works, people. So understanding that if I use manipulation as a form of control with people, and I've learned it from an early age, this is just habitual at this point. It's not that it serves a purpose anymore. I mean, it does serve a purpose, but it it's not um, long-term fulfilling with its outcome. It's going to be lacking. It is going to miss, you know, the important part of me being free to not control another person and the other person is free not to be controlled. And that's a beautiful thing. Now, the listener that I'm talking about in this episode mentioned that because they know that they're doing this manipulation and they don't like it anymore, which is wonderful, like I said, it's a great, good place to be. They have a hard time changing it and they're asking, how do I forgive myself to help me move forward and change it? Because I know that I'm doing it. I keep doing it. I'm not able to stop. This is a great question, you guys. It is an excellent question to to ask because I'm about to tell you a story that really helps put self-forgiveness as an excellent option for all of us if we want to start to make changes. This is for anyone anyone out there that wants to make changes of really uh, manipulative habits or defense mechanisms that we've been using for a long time and that we think we cannot change. So we're going to be able to change them. A little bit of self-disclosure here. About a couple of months ago, my son comes and gets me and he doesn't communicate. He's a toddler and he pulls me and he points to the living room and runs from me and goes upstairs. And I'm thinking, what just happened here? I go over to the living room where he pointed to and there was water on the floor. And obviously it's an accident. He dropped the water, but he ran. And I stood there for about a couple of seconds and I thought, oh my God, why is my son running away from me? What could he have possibly seen about me that would have caused him to run away from me? <laughs> what was he afraid of? You know, and I thought in my head, I'm like, oh my God, I, I must be a terrible mother. I mean, every, like this was within a few seconds that the, all these thoughts came in, but it, it really kept me from looking at what I need to look at because I kind of snapped out of it. And I'm like, oh, calm down. I don't know what he saw and let's fix it now. Whatever he saw, I can change it now. And so I went upstairs and I saw him like hiding behind the stairs and I told him to come down and it'll be okay, and let's get a rag, and let's clean it up together, and we took the rag, and we cleaned it up together, and it was really an awesome thing to see him come down with me, just go to the living room, and clean it, and change his mind, we both smiled at each other, we cleaned it together, we hip hip parade afterwards, and I got an opportunity to change his perception about how to deal with accidents, so if I sat in my guilt and my shame, like I was doing at the beginning of the story and thought, oh my God, I'm a terrible mother or whatever. What was going to happen afterwards was me seeing him hiding. I would have said something like, oh my God, come down here. You know what you did wrong. And maybe I would have shamed him or things like that. If I would have kept that guilt and shame, just not to take responsibility for what I saw, you know, I would have maybe done that. But the good news is that I got out of the shame and the guilt real quick. And I got to self-forgiveness. I forgave myself and I thought to myself, hey, 
whatever he saw, you know, it wasn't intentional. But today, right this moment, I can do it on purpose. I can change it now. And so this time, if he does have an accident, he will be a lot gentler on himself and then he'll come and get me and then it'll be fine. So I don't really know what he saw, but whatever it was, uh, I wanted to give him a new memory and that I was able to do, but I couldn't do that without self-forgiveness first. Self-forgiveness is so darn important. So the person that emailed me, our listener here, she was saying that she has a hard time forgiving herself. I think that is the biggest problem as to why she's having a hard time changing this habit. This habit in itself is of manipulation is addictive, like I said, and it's immediate in gratification at times and waiting for somebody to make a decision in front of you without you manipulating it or without convincing them or make changing their mind. It, it is kind of taking a risk for this person that's used to manipulating and getting control that way to having a person to make decisions on their own without me manipulating that is a is something because I could get rejected afterwards or I I may not get rejected but in this case I'm not really concerned with the outcome of what they want to do but I'm more concerned of what the right thing to do on my behalf is so whether is I, I make a boundary with this person and see what they decide and if they reject it or respect it, either way, it's going to be something that I want to see. I don't want to learn to control people's thoughts and feelings and I don't want to manipulate them to get what I want from them. I want people to be free because when I'll, what I'll get back is pe- a person that loves me for me, is a person that uh, doesn't feel this weight of having to perform for me or has this pressure to please me. And that's great. That's love. And that's freedom. Uh, freedom for this person to be whoever they are and for me to love them as they are and accept them as they are and vice versa. It works both ways. But unfortunately, uh, manipulation can sometimes breed more manipulation in a relationship. So if I manipulate, then the other person is more likely to manipulate to get what they want. And so there are many different types of forms of manipulation with people. And one passive one, for example, would be a silent treatment situation where I just don't talk to you or I give you looks and not say anything. Probably a more aggressive one would be like the gaslighting where I don't take responsibility for my own behavior and right away I turn it around and make it about you. I'll point something out on you and get you to talk about you and having to defend you, right? Where let's say if you accuse me of something, I'll just turn it around and make you seem like you're the one that needs to defend yourself, not me anymore, right? Not me having to explain anything or take responsibility for my own actions or behaviors. Uh, another one that's pretty important is withholding information is is a form of manipulation Uh, we'll make justifications why we need to hold information oh well they are are, uh, not strong enough to hear it or whatever other nasty form of a lie (laughs) but it will be withholding information that needs to be said for the purposes of manipulation and those are only a few ways there's of course plenty by trying to convince other people 
argue with them. That's another form of manipulation, believe it or not, is argument. Uh, we think of this as something that we just do because this is what I believe. But if I have to argue with you, that means I'm trying to convince you of what I believe and make you approve of it. And I will do whatever it takes to convince you of it. And I might get in a fight with you or whatever. So arguments, believe it or not, are a form of manipulation. Let's see. What else? Yeah, those I think are, are some of them. I'm sure there's plenty more, but I want you to know a little bit about what forms of manipulation are out there. Basically, it is anything that I can use to control another person to have them do what I want them to do or not do something that I don't want them to do. Either way, it's very important to know that. Sometimes I hear that couples check each other's Facebook and each other's phones. I mean, those are extreme cases, but as I hear people talk about it, it's a problem. But we try, we're trying to control even, let's say my spouse or my partner looking at other women or looking at other men. I mean, and we're arguing with them, telling them, just stop, just don't look, do it. What am I, chop liver? You know, and, and it's funny because that's another form of control. We're trying to control people. Monetary manipulation as a way of control is very common. All of it is really an internal fear of being abandoned or rejected. All of it is going to lead to that. It's a defense mechanism to also keep us away from people because we perceive people as a threat. So we'll always keep them at a distance. We'll never really be vulnerable with them, which means that we're never going to be satisfied in our relationships. It'll be um, satisfied under conditions of control. Like if I can control the situation, I feel better. But when things don't come out my way, I will lose my shit and I will take it out on my partner or the person that I'm trying to control. And this will even be in the form of controlling my children through manipulation. I think the listener that wrote the email is a great example of a person that has gone through manipulation when she was young. Her mom manipulated her to get her to do what she wants her to do. She even unfortunately, made her take responsibility for things that it wasn't her fault. And so I sometimes think of this listener and think, man, this kid was not showing much mercy there. And she has to work against years of conditioning, being with a mother that was highly manipulative and using all sorts of techniques to control other people as well as to control her child. So it makes sense for the listener that as she ages, she would like to gain control and she finds that this is the, the way to do it. Now, in order to change this, again, self-forgiveness is going to be the main key. And don't worry about finding out what to do. I think the important part to changing this is to know what manipulation is all about, like I just discussed, and also what it serves to do for us, perceived benefits that we think it has. Those are important to know because if you know them, then you know your motive when you're about to do something or respond in some way when you lose control. Will you hold back and just sit still? Will you self-forgive and apologize to that person and say, you know what, I own what I said and uh, I'm responsible for what I did and I apologize? Or will I just go back to blaming them or gaslighting or avoiding silent treatment, whatever, to get them to be guilted or shamed into doing what I want them to do. So we want to make people not a threat. And there's a benefit to making people not a threat anymore. And it is to connect with them. So let's connect with people. 
We don't need to control them. We need people to come into our lives that want to be there. And the people that, oh man, don't want to stay. This is the hardest pill to swallow, but we got to let them go. We got to let them go. And by working on this fear of abandonment, by confronting it, friends, nothing more than just old-fashioned desensitization. I just keep confronting it. That means I just make my boundaries as I make them. And I allow people to have their opinions and their thoughts. And for me to accept them and consider them as part of my decisions, that's all wonderful. That allows so much truth to come in and for us to live a more authentic life in an authentic way. It makes sense, right? Now, everything that we bring into our life now becomes more stabilized and we connect with people and we start enjoying people who no longer find them a threat or something that we have to control, keep tabs on, make them do what we want them to do. They are not a means to an end. They are simply to be enjoyed. So for the listener that wrote this email, I want you to know that you are capable of changing this. But it requires for you to hold back and forgive yourself right away. If you make this mistake again, just forgive yourself and change it. Make it better next time and better next time and better next time until you have it down to where people in front of you are allowed to be who they are and you're allowed to be who you are. And it's a beautiful sense of freedom and love. I know you could do it. You are so capable. And because I know that you've changed so much already in your life and become so aware of a lot of things, it is great to be at this place in your life where you say, I want to upgrade and I want to stop hurting other people because I was hurt, which is exactly what your mom might have gone through. And you don't want to repeat this generational wound. You want to heal it. It stops with you. Though I know you could do it. I really know you. And I believe in you. I know what you're capable of doing. You're very thoughtful. You're well aware of what's going on. That's why it will not escape you. So take responsibility and forgive yourself right away. Don't even bother worrying about it. And just remember the story of me and my son. I forgave myself right away to be a better mother. And I would forgive myself right away to be a better girlfriend or to be a better sister or to be a better daughter. I would forgive myself right away today. I know the secret today. And self-forgiveness is it. It helps me become emotionally mobile to go to the next step and do the right thing. But if I'm sitting in guilt and shame and all this darkness, I will stay there. I promise you self-guilting and self-shaming does nothing else except keep you where you're at. Your outcome will be irritable, angry, distrusting of others. That's what you get with all this nastiness. So darkness breeds darkness, light breeds light. This is the rule that we cannot avoid. So I know that you guys are putting this together and I hope this helps you guys even in the soft ways that we manipulate. Even if you don't think you manipulate in really large ways, if you are a person that does any kind of manipulation, you are not living authentically. Get to an authentic place and Trust that when you just do what is right for you, not an attempt to control other people, but just what is right for you, make a boundary if you need it or say no when you want to say no, then you are going to be very happy with the outcome eventually. Eventually you'll be happy because you'll weed out the people that want something from you or that you want something from them that don't want to stay. You'll weed those people out and what's left is going to be who really needs to be there. You guys want to see that part. That part we all want to see is who's going to end up there 
through thick and thin on their own accord. Yeah, that'd be wonderful to find out, wouldn't it? Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight. So glad for our listener. I like to hear from her every now and then, and so I'm glad that you're you're still going and working on yourself. That's evidence of just progress on its own. So don't worry about going back and keeping score of what you have and haven't done. Practice self-forgiveness, my love, and everything will come from that. I promise. I'm sending you love, light, and the fastest train to self-forgiveness. This has been an episode of Drive Through.